The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Ambar Garcia, Brian Broaddus, Patrick Walker, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, January 5th, 2024, season 19, episode number 102. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star, and today we get you ready for Cowboys versus Commanders. It is the final game of the season. Jerry Jones, in his uh, radio address a few minutes ago, uh, made the statement, this is a playoff game, we're playing Sunday, and we have to win this game. Uh, It is a critical game for the Cowboys. I think we all agree on that. It is about home field advantage for them, and that's their fastest and easiest way to ensure they have home field advantage, at least for the first two rounds of the playoffs. So let's dive in. Let's first start with injuries because there is a really, really interesting <laughs> group of injuries, not only for the Cowboys, but also for the Washington yes. Commanders. Patrick, run it down. All right, y'all bear with me because it's uh, it's a lot going on on both sides. So let's start with uh, our hometown cow- hometown Cowboys. Good news. Rico Dowdle was upgraded to full practice on yesterday with that ankle. So check. He's back. Um, we'll you know That'll be guaranteed if he gets no game designation today. But looks like he's back. Jonathan Hankins suffered no setbacks in his return to practice. He was again limited on yesterday, Thursday, but still trending towards possibly check uh, returning. Um, Tyler Smith, no change in his situation. Like Brian said yesterday, likely a game time decision there. Uh, they rested him again yesterday. Did not participate with that torn plantar fascia. We'll see what his status is. I think it'll probably be doubtful for game designation, but we'll see how they play that out. Um, not so good. Dorrance Armstrong popped up on the injury report, mm-hmm. and he didn't go down to limited. He went from full to DNP, so he did not participate with an ankle injury. Keep an eye on that. Armstrong obviously has been having a strong season, one of his best. Um, Chuma Idoga and Chauncey Ghostin now joined Wanye Thomas and Malik Hooker as battling the bug that's been going around. So illness designation, they were both Ghostin and Idoga. DNP did not participate on yesterday. Hooker's also dealing with that ankle injury. So those you want to keep an eye on. Has um, anyone sorry, mm-hmm. has anyone missed because Again, of because of illness, I don't remember. I think they've all ended up playing. I, I think when Hooker ended up miss, missing, it, it wasn't because for the, of the illness, no, right? It, it was because of the, of the ankle. So yeah. nothing comes to mind, but something tells me yeah. someone probably did. But I can't. I, I can't remember any because Micah played through his, yeah. and then um, most people have. J- wasn't Jaron? Jaron caught the bug, I believe. Yeah, it's, it's made it's, its way around the defensive yeah. back room and the defensive line yeah. room as well. But uh, hopefully. That trend stays, mm-hmm. stays because they're they're battling it right now. Now let's flip to the commanders. Um, huge. Jonathan Allen still did not participate in practice on yesterday. I checked on his status this morning as the commanders start practice, and he is DNP again today. So that mm-hmm. means Jonathan Allen will have gone the entire week without practicing with that knee injury. Um, is that a situation? Just real quick. Yeah. Is that a situation like with Tyron Smith? You always have to ask that with veteran players where they just kind of let him kind of go through the week, and then he plays on head. Sunday. No, I talked to some people at the commanders yesterday. They got a lot of guys right now that are asking why. Why do we have to play? <laughs> it's a fair point, question. To that point. Fair yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, to that point, let's get Ready to go to the Caribbean. Come on. <laughs> and uh, if you know Jonathan Allen, he's been his voiced his displeasure throughout the year. Yeah. That's a fact. And he is he's dealing with the knee. 
they have a lot of veteran players right now that are not interested in playing football. They understand uh, the coaching situation. Uh, you know, there's coaches on that staff that are coaching for jobs, mm-hmm. maybe not with the commanders, but with other organizations. Mm-hmm. Maybe a new coach coming in and says, hey, this guy does a good job with our tight ends. Yeah. I want to keep him around. I like him. You know, Maybe ownership says, you know, hey, we need to keep this guy. So they're in a really terrible situation right now. Mm-hmm. And they're in a terrible situation because uh, they're – They've got a lot of veteran players that are just they're they're done. They've had enough. And so they're interested in playing young players, but they're that they but they understand what's ahead of them and what's about to happen as soon as that game's over. I, I, I still always feel like you need to be nervous. You just don't know how a game is gonna go. But the way the commanders are looking at this at certain key spots would bode well for the Cowboys. But wait. There's more. Um, <laughs> so you go to the uh, commander's secondary. So uh, Ken, you know, Kendall Fuller, starting nickelback, yeah. still did not practice with the knee issue. Yeah. Um, also didn't pra- isn't set to practice today on Friday. So there you go. Cam Curl did safety. not practice. Yeah. Quad injury safety. Christian Holmes back up. Rotational cornerback did not practice. Still in concussion protocol. Now here's a big another big one for them. Casey Tuhill, uh, defensive end. He has five sacks on the season. Downgraded from uh, to limited. So he's battling yeah. through a shoulder injury now after being full participant earlier this week. And then you flip to the offense. Starting right tackle Andrew Wiley. He's still limited with his elbow. But here's another massive one. Curtis Samuel was downgraded to DNP. Did not participate on yesterday with a hamstring injury. So it's a soft tissue injury and you know how tricky those can be so on both sides of the ball for washington um like brian said be it a mix of true injury and or the players saying to themselves business decision um they got a lot going on over there 100 yeah. but that just really makes it more of a trap game if you ask me exactly i, I the, the the last thing i want is the is the are the cowboy players reading that and saying oh well they're giving up and not taking it seriously you got to go in there and really Put them away, and I know I've heard. I think I've heard you say this, Brian. In these kind of situations, you got to go into a game and just kind of knock the will out of them early. Yeah. And if you do that, they do tend to buckle and fold. And, and yeah. And the game. You have to destroy over. their will to compete. Yeah. Is what you have to do. And so, um, you know, this is a it's a hat T-shirt game, but the message needs to be made. You need to go and win, however means you can. Yeah. I don't care if it's one point or a hundred points. Just go find a way to win that football game. Because really, and I've said this on a couple different platforms now, I do believe your Super Bowl life is depending on it. I just don't see this team going on the road and having to win a bunch of games. You know, all the home games. You've won 16 straight games at home. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why. You play a lot better here. So, to me, that's the focus right now. I don't care by one or 100. Just find a way to go in there. Don't get stupid penalties. Don't, you know, turn the ball over and just play to the level that you can play at. And you will destroy their will to compete. You will be a better football team than them when it's all said and done. When you line up, you will be the better football team. Go play like the better football team and go finish this thing off. The perfect situation for the Washington Commanders would be to play enough competitive football to dispel any narratives about obvious tanking, but to play just poorly enough wherein you don't win this game and you secure your number two overall pick. But here's where it gets dangerous, even with that as far as the Cowboys are concerned, because assuming they go with this perfect scenario, we want to remain competitive through three and a half quarters, whatever. But the Cowboys have shown uh, that they can 
inflict self, you know, self-inflicted no, penalties. No question. Right? So if they're playing just well enough to lose but look like they could win and then you have two or three penalties that yeah. actually accidentally push them over into the win column. So to Brian's point, you need to go in there and demoralize them early, hopefully get off to a fast start, and then those guys will start making more and more business decisions and saying, you know what, I forgot, we actually do suck. So let's just go ahead and finish this <laughs> I out. would, Yeah, I would hate to be working in this front office or coaching staff if they lose this football game. Mm-hmm. I honestly would. I, I I don't think that would be a good situation from anybody. Yeah. You know, you need to coach like you need to have that 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 desire to go win this game. Because like I say, it, there's there's a lot riding on the line for the Dallas Cowboys in this one. A lot. With ever with all that being said, you guys look at uh guys like Tyler Smith and Jonathan Hankins and say all hands are on deck. We can't afford. If you can play, even if you're not at 100%, if you can play, you need to be out there. Or do you say, let's be smart because there still are playoff games we have to be aware of? It does about. feel like a game where you can win it without those guys. To me, it feels like that. But then again, I mean, I was ready to sit down Tyron Smith last week. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. It is one of those things that man, you do not you want to have those guys fully healthy and available uh for the playoffs, but the implication of having those home games it's so big and so important. So I don't I uh, feel like you can win this game without Tyler Smith and Jonathan Hankins, but I feel like you you sit Tyler Smith because there's not any rust there that needs to be worked off. He needs to rest that foot and be ready for two weeks from now. Jonathan Hankins, however, has missed multiple games. He has to get his wheels greased. He has to get Just out there. Just a little bit. Right. So, so ideally, you go out there, you get him playing first half. Hopefully the game is out of hand, but in, you know, in the Cowboys' control, you start pulling guys. Hey, Jonathan Hankins, good job. Greased your wheels. Come off the field. Uh, Dak Prescott, come off the field. Get ready for Cooper so ideally that should be the game plan but I would like to see Hankins on the field I would not like to see Tyler Smith on the field yeah the the the, the injury to Jonathan Allen and kind of where I'm hearing that's going to go and I hope I'm right about this is somebody telling me from the commanders but if he doesn't play I feel a lot better about Tyler Smith not playing in this football game TJ Bass has done a fine job mm-hmm. my concern is like the the Rams obviously don't care whether they're the sixth seed or the seventh seed and there's a possibility that you could catch them as the seventh seed, depending on some wins and losses along the way with some of these teams. My concern, really, I thought they were. I thought they were solidified. They had. They can drop to yeah, seven. Yeah, they could drop to seven. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So depending on if you get a Green Bay win and a Rams loss, there's kind of some scenarios where they could drop down to six or seven. And if that's the case, now you're dealing with that Aaron Donald. So I need a. Uh, I need. Uh, Tyler. I need Tyler as healthy as possible if that's the case. So there you go. Man, that's a yeah. I, I didn't realize they could they were still possible. The Rams possible don't care. That far. You know yeah. what? The, you know, the, the Rams, this is why the Rams are scary. They don't care if they're the sixth or the seventh. They know they're going on the road. Yeah. And they're telling you right now, we don't care if we're gonna have to play the two or the three. Yeah. We don't care. Have they started saying that they were sitting guys this week? Oh, they're gonna sit their whole team. They're good. They, 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 and so are the, yeah. the 49ers. Interestingly yeah. enough, that's going to be yeah. an interesting game because yeah. I don't think anybody's playing their guys. They're 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 completely sitting everybody that they, they, they could that, be. Yeah. They could finish the year ten and seven. The Rams, they don't care. They just don't care. They're they're, they're thinking more about the health of their team, yeah. whether they have to go travel as the six or go travel at the seventh. They don't they don't have time for your uh, 
They don't have time. They don't have time for your chicanery. They don't. You know, that's what makes them scary to yeah. me. No, yeah. When, when you get a team that has the attitude like, we don't we'll play care. anybody. We'll yeah, care. we'll show up at Detroit. We don't care. We'll show up in Dallas. We don't, even though they got hammered here. Right. We don't care. If we're the seventh seed, we'll show up. You would think they'd be like, there's incentive for us to play to be able to go to Detroit versus after right. go back. After to what Dallas. happened to them yeah. in Dallas, it's like, yeah. it's, it's like, like our fear of going to San Francisco, they have none of that. Now we're like, oh, God, please, you got to get home games. We, you know, if you got to set this thing up, yeah. you know, they're, they're like, we don't have time for your <laughs> six, seven, doesn't matter. We're going to rest our team and we're going to be ready when the thing starts. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, you just introduced something I really wasn't wasn't paying attention to. So we'll think. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna take our final first break. When we come back, uh, Amber has a little game for us, and, and then we'll get to the final segment. We'll have some predictions for you guys. We'll tell you what the keys are for the Cowboys offensively and defensively. We'll be back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive. Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say, give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks girl, better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back to the break. How about this one? Walter Payton's <laughs> Man of the Year Award is being uh, given out this year. Big award, by the way. Your quarterback won it last year. Great honor. Demarcus Lawrence is the Dallas Cowboys nominee for the 2023 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide. Help Tank raise funds for the Dak Prescott's Faith, Fight, and Finish Foundation by casting your vote on NFL.com slash Man of the Year or tweet your support using the hashtag WPMOY Challenge. Uh, voting ends on January 8th, so go vote for Tank. Welcome back. Second segment of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start. The segment brought to you by Blockchain.com. 
Amber, you got a game for us. Yes, I have See forgotten. No, <laughs> we haven't done that in a long time. In a long time. Yeah. I forgot about the game. You reminded me, so I came up with something really fast, and I did this. Yeah, uh, you did. Arts and craft right before the show with some utensils. So basically, this is a game called Who Am I? I'm gonna. It's kind of like trivia. Oh, okay. And I'm okay. gonna list three things about somebody. And then you guys got to put it up and then guess who it is. That's our buzzer. Yes, since we don't have, you know, yeah. it's radio. But we'll do it with this. Okay. Um, Derek, yeah. you get the, the, the knife because mm. you like throwing jabs. <laughs> do I? That's okay. okay. I mean, you're sure. Yeah, yeah, me too. No, Maybe. no. Brian, you get the uh, Easy. spoon. Okay. Because you like gumbo, gumbo. and all yeah. that stuff. Very good. He does. Made and Patrick, you get the fork because you don't like soup. What, the fork? <laughs> all right and then chris is gonna since i'll be reading chris is also gonna help judge who right. you know i don't i don't like no cheaters so y'all have you to point at me no i pointed oh, to everybody she went oh, panoramic okay. with it I was about to yeah say. she gave us the oh, whole watch out yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i'll read three things i can add a bonus if needed right. and you guys are these gotta, players Yes, you guys got to put it up as soon as I'm done talking. Okay, so okay. got it. All right, the first. Only when you're done talking. We can't do it early. Yes. Okay. Can you say your name as the buzzer as well for our podcast listeners? Okay, sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, so. Put it up and say, say Derek. Brian. Say Derek. Yeah, okay, got it. There, perfect. Like that. Okay, <laughs> we'll try that. The, I, serve Thanks, I could also serve as a bad example, too, if you'd like. <laughs> all right. Okay, first one. And I think these are all easy, but because maybe I know the about answer. To find out. All right. As a senior wide receiver, I caught 42 passes for 678 yards and six touchdowns. I graduated with a degree in integrative biology. Mm. In 2012, I was drafted in the third round by Jacksonville. Oh, these aren't just Cowboys players. Oh, these these are, are these, these are, are current Cowboys players. Current Cowboys players. Wide receiver. 2012 draft by Jacksonville. <clears throat> Senior wide receiver. Do you guys want a bonus? We obviously sure. have to. Yeah. Active roster. Um, Chris. They're all active. All right. Yeah. The can, bonus can, will can, give can, it away. Can I, Chris. Can I guess? Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, go ahead, Bim. Anger. Brian yeah. Anger. <laughs> yeah. Brian Anger was a receiver. Yep. He was a receiver wow. as a senior. Okay. You got me. Wait, a senior in high school <laughs> or college? Because uh, that would make a difference. I think it, maybe it was high school. High school? Yeah, oh, it had to be high school. Okay. You said these by were college, easy. You're, yeah. you're, no, that has, you said these were easy. All right. I thought you didn't like liars. <laughs> Chris gets the point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Look. All right. I don't got it. Right. <laughs> it was not know. easy. That was we easy. don't know. I don't know. Well, the, the bonus question was going to be, or the bonus thing was going to be, I've been invited to Orlando, but I'm trying to book a flight to Las Vegas. Okay. That narrows it down. That wouldn't have helped would, me. Yeah. Okay. It's a pro bowler. You guys yeah. got to learn about <laughs> yeah. No, I know that. I'm just saying. Cut it down I would have still been thinking, what yeah. wide receiver other than CD? Yeah. That's why I, I was invited stuck. to. I was stuck okay, on the that wide was receiver. a little tough. Yeah. But, okay, next one. I was like, Alan Harris? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> next one. Fans wanted me gone after my big contract renewal because I wasn't meeting expectations. I'm a fun guy, but don't mess with me. Brian. I majored oh, in 
allegations at Boise State. Yeah, Derek. Mar- okay. Okay, <laughs> okay, go ahead, Derek. I, 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 I knew who it was right off the jump. I did too, but go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. You got it. You got it. It's Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus yes. Lawrence. Now that one was that's easy. Yeah. Okay. That was easy. Yeah. 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 All right. So I will. I will. I will <laughs> put mine down because I, I, I will. That Brian Anger one should have been at Brian the end, like as a tiebreaker. Right. Yeah. How about this? If you know the answer, just say your name. All right. Well, that's what I was saying. I went. I had the thing up. I went Brian. Like but that. put up your stuff. I worked hard on those. Okay. okay. So hard. <laughs> yeah. With the hole punched in the back. Well, All right, next okay. one. Micah. Oh. Oh, Micah. Patrick. <laughs> Answers Micah. Patrick won that one. <laughs> this no. is off the rails. This, this game Gallup. is off the rails. <laughs> no. What are those keys to the game? Michael Gallup. I'll eliminate that one. Okay, next one. Um, in college, I was one of four sets of brothers on the team. Uh, graduated with a degree in management entrepreneurship, played 152 games, and only missed 10. Four brothers. Zach Martin? Yes. Yeah, that's a good good job. Mm, That is good. Zach Martin. They had four sets of brothers on that team? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next one. Next one. Don't be committing no crimes around me. Because I major in criminal justice. Oh, Oh, no. Shoplifters, don't worry. I can catch them because I'm fast. On game days, you can catch me playing special teams or on offense. Patrick. Cavante Turpin? Yes. Okay. All right. (laughs) Derek is clueless on this game. And he what do you think it. about how do you think about this game? Is it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Do you know? I'll say that. Is it the easy game for you? No. I only have two more. Right. Thank God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. People say they hate me, but they can't stop talking about me. I have a master in workforce leadership. Hmm. My name rhymes with champagne. Patrick. Rain. Yep. All right. Dakota. Yeah. Rain Dakota Prescott. <laughs> Derek. <laughs> that was I, not. <laughs> if, you have, if I have that to rhyme. Yeah. If I have to easy. rhyme. That yeah. was an easy one. Bars. All right. Champagne. Last one. <laughs> Come on, Derek. Tap in. <laughs> Last one. Here, Derek, maybe if you and I trade, yeah, things, it'll be different. Maybe, maybe. I'll try anything at this <laughs> point. Yeah. In my spare time, I like to rest and sleep. I have pride. Females are in charge of the food, but in, not in my case. I do the hunting. Micah. I mean, Derek. <laughs> Micah. Yeah. All right, good. All good. right. Good. Okay. That's it. That's Take that no. back. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> it was this. It was the got it. That I was the said problem. Which included the pride. The pride was the Yes, pride. that was the crew. That yeah. was, oh, okay. that was cool. smooth. Yeah. Uh, that was so All of it was about a lion. So, right. Rest and sleep, the pride, yeah. Yeah. and then females are in charge of the food. Yeah. But li- he yeah. does the hunting in Dumb. this case. Yeah. I think Patrick won that game. All right. Yeah, Patrick. Finally took one. Okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry that game sucked. Next week. <laughs> sorry that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. No, it was great. It was, it was awesome. a great game. No, it was, it was awesome. Good job. Good job. You guys. 
<laughs> Good job, Amber. You just got terrible contestants. Yeah, we're bad. Not it's, you. It, we're bad. Terrible contestants. It's on us. Well, with it's the not you. Right, 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 right. right. You're the Brian Engel one. Like, right. you that, yeah. well, that, that's that how it int- started, right? Okay, yeah. okay. That, the that one was hard. It's true. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, no one would guess that yeah, for right. sure. That was yeah. master's level. You know what? You knew, you knew your audience. No one was going to guess that. No one was going to guess that. Interesting fact about him. All right. Final Jeopardy question. You you don't lead with the Final Jeopardy question. <laughs> you got to ease us into this. Right. Remember, I did this right before the show, so it was all on the fly. I was in the blue tin after that one with the concussion. Yeah. Yeah. I just got hit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's duck in. Let's talk about the Cowboys versus the Commanders. Let's start with offensive key. Give me an offensive key. We'll go around the table. Offensive key for the Cowboys uh, in this game. I'll start with you, Amber. Offensive key. Mm-hmm. Run the freaking ball. Like, find a way to run the ball. And uh, obviously, you won the the passing game. We're talking about the Cowboys, Cowboys offense, offense, right? Okay. Cowboys offense. You won the passing game to still be what it's been recently, but also show up on the road. I think that's sometimes something that kind of disappears a little bit when on the road just by mistakes, their own mistakes and committed penalties or errors. Um, but this is a game where I hope we can see a little bit of the running game just to go into the playoffs with a little spark in that area where you're just not flat out, shut out, and not able to run anything whatsoever. So to me, I would like to see some balance in that. Throw the ball as much as the weather will permit you to do so. Um, It's a secondary that even when they're completely healthy, they're not really good at defending and covering and You add to the fact they're ravaged by injury right now. Um, You should have more time, ideally, to drop back and throw the ball if Jonathan Allen is, in fact, not in the game. That should alleviate some of that interior pressure, those challenges up front. So pass the ball. Attack those corners, young and veteran, because uh, it's going to be there for you. Again, weather permitting. But I'm with you, Amber. I said it earlier this week. I would like them to get some semblance of a solid run game as well. Um, I would like for them to get off to the fast start passing the ball and then kind of work in the run game to start managing the clock and salting that away. And then uh, hopefully we can go into the playoffs confident, not only in the passing attack, which I think we're all confident in for the most part, but rushing attack as well. Get everybody involved. You know, the last time you beat the commanders on Thanksgiving, you got everybody involved, Mm -hmm. whether it was Turpin, uh, whether it was Gallup, whether, you know, everybody was involved in this game. Pollard ran the ball really well. I feel like though that the, the best way to beat the commanders is with against with matchups. They're they're going to struggle with the matchups. So the aggressive part of it is is great. I think that's the angle you take, but make sure you get everybody involved to win this game. You guys, a couple of you guys mentioned uh, the running game. Uh, Pollard had an interesting quote earlier this week. He said, "I thought I would probably have had a better year." That I'm having now. I think he's admitting to the fact that yeah. this hasn't quite been the year that he would have expected or wanted. Got paid a little bit. Yeah, he did, but it, but it was a one-year deal, and yeah. so now he's going to be back up this this year. Um, what specific thing? If there was one thing that you could identify for him that you would say, "Hey, just do this one thing better," it would make the difference in the Cowboys' running game and in, in his in his own abilities and what he's doing right now with the Cowboys. He's averaging a yard less when you when you talk about two and through the hole. There was a time when you looked at him when he, first contact, he's averaging like a yard less. And maybe that's a little bit about what's going on with the offensive line and them not being able to really kind of secure. But there have been times where things have opened up for him and he hasn't really taken advantage of it. You watch the commander's game, it was the best he's run the ball all year. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my hope that maybe he gets that going again. 
But his, if there was something, if he could have his burst back, if he could have that burst, and I think that's the one thing that that's really kind of uh, eluded him this year. Uh, I'd like to see more of the home run ball as a receiver out of the backfield. I think the fact that he has, through 16 games, no receiving touchdowns yeah. whatsoever. He's down almost 100 yards receiving over the previous year. That's an element of his game that has always made him explosive. And I think that opening up or that getting back to where it needs to be will help open up his ability to run because it changes how he can be defended by linebackers and cornerbacks and safeties trying to play in the box. So for me, I just I want to see him, you know, you talk about like the focus drop uh, on that middle slant against the Lions can't have that happen. So when he gets the ball in his hands as a target out of the backfield, I just want to see him hit more of those home runs, get more of those big gainers, because I think that's the biggest part that's been lacking this year for him. Yeah, to me, I would say think, but don't overthink. I feel that at, at times, and we've seen him in the past, so he has it, the instincts and being able to find the hole and, and know where to go first and take that initial um, jump at the go. But sometimes now I feel like maybe – and this is just me assuming that he's just overthinking things and just kind of runs without really analyzing the full feel and everything that's going on, like the prediction aspect and of some it. Patience. And patience. The feel. Patience yeah. yeah, the patience feel and, vision, and the patience yeah. and, and the really going back to him playing just football and just kind of let go of whatever is in your head and just l- trust yourself, basically. Do you think the money got to him? Do you think the money of having to try and live up to that, the the tag? If I had to guess, I would say what probably got to him more was having to be the man. There it is. Yeah. Than the money. Heavy lies the head. Yeah. I just I just think that there is something to, and I think it happens. You see it happen with running backs all the time, yeah. especially running backs who haven't been used to that. And you remember, think back in college, he wasn't nope. uh, a that's single that's guy. He was a he was a, a guy that was in a in a tension, yeah, right? And so when you when you think about it from that standpoint, I think that that's the part that I would look at. And again, I don't know. I have not talked to him personally about mm-hmm. this, so this is all speculation. But I would guess that that's maybe part of what we're seeing because there are those moments when I kind of agree with you, Amber, that maybe he just doesn't play he may be thinking a little bit too much some of the the, the drop pass that happened you know i know brian you said his, yeah, his, his helmet, helmet got, got pulled, ripped off yeah. but, but i do think there's some been some other moments where i was like you know that's not like i'm used to him like making the play when it's yeah. there and there have been moments when the play was there and he just didn't make it for whatever reason and i just wonder if it's just a little bit too much for, to be in that situation where you're the man everybody's looking at you and you got to make the play. Well, and he you know he could have been the man in that 49er playoff game last year and if you really watch the game he was having a great yes, game yeah. and he probably could have been the difference maker until he got hurt. Yeah. You know unfortunately though that was his opportunity to be the man and But he wasn't it, the leader in that room. He wasn't no, he no. wasn't dealt the task of you're the leader of right, this room. Right. Zeke was still there. Zeke was still the guy. Right. When there was a problem with the running game who did everybody look at? Everybody looked, looked at, at Zeke. Zeke. Right. Uh, that's a difference. When the yeah. media is looking at you like, hey, the running game yeah. isn't working. You're the problem. Right. That's different, you know? Yeah. It's the same reason that everyone loves Cooper Rush more than they love Dak Prescott. Not everyone, but there's a faction of fans that love yeah. Cooper Rush. It's always the guy behind the guy yeah. that gets the Until most love. Until they become the, right. the guy. And then, that, right. then what happens? now talk, all the pressure comes. Right. We talk about it with you. running yeah. backs. You know, it happens with running backs. And, you know, it's going to happen continually with running backs and just other positions, skill positions, because whoever the guy is, unless they're going crazy like, you know, CeeDee Lamb is going right now, it's always going to be, we'll let the guy behind them play. So it's, that, it's the psychology. And I, I don't 
think it's much to do with the fact that he's getting $10.1 million on a franchise tag because he's this is still a contract year for him. This is still yeah. proven. He had to go out there and have a big year, and to his uh, admission, he didn't have a big year. It's not up to his standard. It's not up to the Cowboys' standard, and it's not up to our standard as well. We can all, you know, uh, say that, admit that, but, you know, I think it's just it's different when – like you said, Derek, when you become the guy, right? So Zeke stood in front of that train for years, and that's what it became. But now Tony is RB1. The crown gets put on your head. Now you start to realize what comes with that. The criticism uh, from the media, the criticism from the fans, the fact that now they're calling for Rico Dowdle like they were calling for you when you were playing behind Zeke. That's that's how it goes. The same way they were calling for Lance Dunbar when it was uh, Demarcus uh, Murray fumbling the ball. Right? But let's also so. be clear. I don't know that I necessarily think it's so much even just the fact that is the focus that has that that has that may have had may may have made the difference for him. I think it's also about just the fact that the workload is different. Oh, 100%. the expectation of the workload it's a lot more is dirty different. Work. Right. I mean, this is we we heard. Uh, uh, Skip Pete talked to he talked I think he talked was, to you personally last right. year about this. I know I had sword. some conversations with him as well, and he was like, you know, you, everybody's calling for him to to get more, but maybe more isn't better. Maybe yeah. maybe he's a guy that needs to have a certain amount. <laughs> but when you're the man, now the expectation is you may go into some games and you need to just be the man for most of the reps, no, like no. most of the game. And I think that's the part I'm a little bit like maybe that's where it I'm is. I'm going to get everybody in trouble here by asking this question then. Is that on him or is that on the front office for putting it, that on him? You know, they got rid of Zeke. They they gave the franchise tag to Tony, and they made him the number one back. Here, and then and then you got rid of the guy who's telling us that you Skip. probably need to have two guys. I, where, where I look at that, I, I think the Cowboys didn't do themselves any favors by not giving Tony Pollard a Tony Pollard. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, the thing about right. Zeke, Zeke had a Tony Pollard. Right. And so it's nice to have that second guy who is comparable. Now, he may not be as good as you, but he has those skills. Mm -hmm, right. Yeah. And he can he can make some big plays for you. And again, this is not a knock on Rico Dowdle. But but Rico Dowdle, if you would have gone out and in this draft, gotten somebody in the second or third round with as a running back, that that was a very capable back that, by the way, might be your starter a year or two from now. Right. I think that does take some of the pressure off Tony because they can hit those big plays and they will have those moments in games that can can really, really make a difference. And it forces the defense. It still keeps your running game going, even though you're relying on this other guy. So you have two different roles. But I think that's where I would look at the front office and say you didn't really help Tony Pollard by giving him a Tony Pollard. I think it goes to you made a great point, And we, we've talked about this before. Um, Going into the season, how would Tony Pollard look in the post-Zeke era? And we said, what what would his running style look like and what would his accountabilities be? Well, number one, and credit to him in this particular aspect, his pass protection has has yeah. improved Very massively. Yeah. So 100% yeah. roses to Tony Pollard for improving in that, especially on a pass-happy team. Um, so there you go. But he was going to be tasked with making more of those dirty runs and doing more of the heavy lifting, which, of course, is going to make it easier for a guy like Rico Dowdle to then step in and no-knock to Rico because when he's healthy, he has shown quickness and good vision and things like that. But it's just it's always easier on RB2 when RB1 is the one doing all the heavy lifting. And what Tony Pollard is finding out, because he hasn't been that lead back since high school, what he's being reminded of, but now at the NFL level, is ah, this this gets tiring. Like So you might be good 
in September, by the time December mm-hmm. rolls around, see, this is why Ezekiel Elliott was dealing with knee issues and PCO issues come late November, December. It's a different workload. It's a different yeah. animal. So the the best way that Tony Pollard, outside of the obvious, which is more continuity and, and good blocking up front to open up those run lanes, but from a Tony Pollard as an individual standpoint, if he can get back to being explosive as a receiver out of the backfield, it just changes how they have to defend him. And I think that that would solve a lot of the where's his explosive ground game uh, run. So, yeah, but heavy heavy lies the head. I mean, when you put the crown on it, here you go. All right, let's uh, let's take our final break. We'll come back. Uh, we're going to get to some picks that we have for the final week of the season. Uh, we'll not only hit the Cowboys game, but some other games that are important to the Cowboys in the NFC. We'll do that when we come back. DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Dallas. Take 5 Oil Change. A proud partner of the Cowboys is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Dallas area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. Take 5, the official oil change of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code Cowboys VIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys VIP. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back to the break. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at nfl.com slash fan of the year. Welcome back. Final segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. It is time to make our picks uh, for this week. Actually, real quick before we make our picks, real quick, we're going to go around the table. We talk about offensive key. Give me a defensive key for the Cowboys this week. Um, turn Sam Howell over. Uh, he he's prone to giving the ball away. Get the pressure on him. He can do what he does. Right. He does not play well under pressure. So easy formula. Get back there in the backfield. Make him uncomfortable and take the ball away when you get the opportunities. Eric Bieniemy doesn't want to run, but don't encourage him to run. Huh. You know, that's the thing about it. They do not want to hand that ball off. They like throwing the ball off. You talk to the people at the Commanders, they'll tell you it's it's just a product of the way that Eric is. And so, yeah, uh, don't encourage them to even attempt to run the football in this game. 
clean football and um I was thinking to the turnovers. Yeah. We saw was it just one or two last week? Two. It Don, was two. Dono and Jordan on the interception. Jordan, Jordan. Yeah. Um want to see that again. I think they do is one of those things we always say they come in bunches and I think again just put a bow tie on the season and get some turnovers in this game. All right, let's get to the picks. Um, let's start first with the Chicago at Green Bay game. Who do you think is going to win that? Uh, Green Bay didn't perform well against the Bears the first go-round, but playoffs are on the line for them, so Green Bay takes it at home. All right. Mm, Green Bay. I like Green Bay better. Just be, That's it. That's all I have to say. I think I, I just have a better feel for them. Repeat of the Lions-Packers game of last year with Green Bay having to win to get in. Give me the Bears. Mm, I'm with you. I take the Bears on that game. I think the Bears go into into, uh, Lambeau and get the win. All right, Seattle at Arizona. Arizona, watch out. Like they, they, giant killers. (laughs) I'm I'm going with Seattle. I think Arizona. um, I think Arizona exhausted themselves against the Eagles and and the Seahawks. They did the job. They did what they needed to do. They they have to win to at least have a shot at it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, Arizona was. They they won for their coach last week, and so good for them for doing that, and good for the Cowboys for that as well. Uh, Give me the Seahawks. Yeah, of course. I mean, Seattle is the one competing, actually, for something. Yeah, I agree. Seahawks. Give me Seahawks over the Arizona Cardinals. Let's go Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit's angry. So, yeah, Detroit, just by virtue of Dan Campbell being pissed off. Oh, he's pissed off. They did not look good last week. They're just Dan's Dan's pissed off. And Minnesota is... Minnesota. Minnesota's awful at quarterback. They're yeah, not going to win so. this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Detroit. Is Mullins starting this week? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Any one of them. Yeah. No telling who finishes the game. That's yeah, what it's it, likely yeah. going to be Mullen. Yeah. Yeah, Detroit. I mean, that was embarrassing what happened. <laughs> I mean, to lose a game like that, um, you got to win this one. I agree. Detroit wins. Detroit's the better team. Detroit will win this game mm-hmm. at home against Minnesota. All right, Philadelphia at New York. I'm going to stick to what I said. I, I said a couple weeks ago, I think they split this uh, this two game series with the Giants. So going with the Giants on this one, we'll stick with that. All right. Man, I've been saying for the last two weeks, Philly, they're gonna win. I mean, it's it's time to win, and then psh, go home. Uh, well, no, they're still in the playoffs, but uh, but then go home. But then go home. But yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's hard still. It's it's still hard for me to visualize a win from the Giants. But at this point, I'm done picking the Eagles. So go Giants. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn on this one. I kind of tend to believe the Giants are going to win it just because I think the Giants are going to come and give them a little bit of, you know, that's always the worry is when you play these kind of games, mm-hmm. similar to what we're talking about with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Those teams have nothing to lose, so they'll throw everything at you. And I think the Giants are a team that mentally they're just more like we want to win this game. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to, I think they will go into this game thinking, as opposed to thinking, Hey, the off season's here. I think they're going to go into this game saying, let's go out with a win. And so I think they're going to give them a, a really good effort. And Philly keeps doing the things they've been doing. Mm-hmm. They're fractured. I yeah. I think that's, I think that's right the, now, so. the, the way that they lose it. Um, and, and so I think, I think New York ends up winning this game. All right, let's get to the game of the week. Dallas at Washington. Who do you think wins that game? Uh, commanders come out competitive, but Cowboys start to put their foot on the pedal. Commanders start making business decisions. 27-13 Cowboys. 28-13 Dallas. 30-12 mm. Cowboys. All right. Safety involved, huh? 
something, something weird. You know, we always experience something weird. Yeah, so. especially on that field. Yeah. And I will go twenty-eight ten. I think it will be uh, it will be a blowout. We'll get to wrap mm, up. I like that early. Sport. Go get our Johnny Rockets and uh, head on to the bus. Gotta get and, some uh, Jr. And head on I'm back. So head on back to Dallas. Um, just so everyone knows, here's kind of how you're thinking about this this weekend. If Green Bay wins and Dallas wins. That is your first round matchup at AT AT&T Stadium. However, and we're assuming Dallas wins. However, if they don't win, if if Green Bay loses, then it goes to Seattle. If Seattle wins, Seattle is in. Seattle would be the matchup for the Cowboys. If Seattle doesn't win, then it goes to Minnesota, I think, is the next one. Uh, That would then have an opportunity, as we talked about. I ain't likely they're going to win, but eh, they do have a chance at that point. And and then you'd see what happens at that point. But really, it's the Chicago-Seattle Minnesota, those are the three teams that are in contention. I think is the top three options to play the Cowboys okay. in round one. Can I read it? I'll read it for you. Sure, go ahead. That? You ready? Here we go. Uh, the opponent, if it's the Rams, that would be Rams lose to 49ers. Seattle beats Arizona. Packers beat Bears. Wait, say again. Rams lose to San Francisco. Seattle beats Arizona. Packers beat Bears. That's how you get the Rams. Yep. Seattle opponent. Seattle beats Arizona. Did you say Packers beat Rams? Uh, Packers lose Packers beat Bears Rams lose to 40, uh, 49ers Oh I got you Yes yeah. yes. for them Rams, to pop up yeah, to the yeah. yes, yes. Rams lose yeah. to 49ers Seattle beats Arizona Packers beat the Bears Seattle Seattle beats Arizona Packers lose to Bears Packers Packers beat Bears Rams beat 49ers mm-hmm. Saints Saints beat Atlanta, Cardinals beat Seattle, Bears beat Packers. There's your got it. So Seattle, what you're saying is the Saints are ahead of Minnesota yes. in the possibilities yes. of getting in, but they need other people to lose. They need, they need Green Bay they need, and they Seattle need to, win. to lose. They need a win and a Cardinal win and a Bears win got to it. get in. Yeah, got it. And that doesn't matter with Seattle. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, what happened with with the, the Rams? Right. This is your opponent. These are your Cowboy possible opponents. Got it. Whew. A lot to think about there. Mm -hmm. Well, either way, as we were talking, when we were talking about the Rams a little bit earlier, Cowboys did beat the Rams and beat them soundly at home. So if you got to play the Rams, (laughs) you'll be all right. You can deal with it. Different times. You can deal with it. I don't care. You can deal with it. You can deal with it. I'm not going to let you do this to me, Brian. (laughs) No, I I hope you're right. (laughs) They can do this. This this is not a problem. First round is not a problem. They should be able to handle that. Stop it. I know. I'm just trying to. I don't. I don't want to see that. I just don't. Just don't. No, I'm with Come you. on, Saints. Yeah, right. I'd rather see any of those other teams than the Rams. But if it's the Rams. Come on, Cardinals. All right. Come on, Bears. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. Hopefully we'll be back uh, after a trip to that stadium. Johnny Rockets. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Till then, for Patrick Walker, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?